Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. 49 is uh, Brady again. 50. 50 is Von Miller. 51. 51. 51 is... 51 is Nick Foles. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. That's 2017. 2016, that's Brady again. 52. That's Nick Foles. 53. That's Julian Edelman. 54. That is Patrick Mahomes. 55. That is our buddy Tom Brady again. 56. Uh, that is uh, Cooper Cup. 57. Reigning Super Bowl MVP. We know who that is. All right, let's go back to 03, Super Bowl 37. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a safety, D. Jackson. What comes after D? Do you know this off the top of your head, Donnie? Like, you yeah, have this, this was an easy one I, I for actually, me. I actually did know this one. This is an easy like one you, for me. You named some of the ones way back that I've I, said his I name. Have had I've a, said his name a million times, but I it's can't. It's wild to me that you got Jake Scott without even hesitating, right, and yeah. this one's giving you a problem. It is actually pretty crazy to me. <laughs> I tried to give him a musical hint doing a... I can't even say what I was doing there because if he wasn't going to get the hint, I can't say any more because it'll give it away. He'll be killing himself for this one if he doesn't get it. The funny thing about that game, too, is that they they named the MVP before the, the game, game ended because over, yeah. it was such a blowout. Yeah. And there was another player. I Now, I forget who this guy is. Is it Deontay? DeAndre. You, we already told you it wasn't DeAndre because that's Jordan – from the Clippers. What is it? You want to know? Yeah, say it. It's Dexter, Dexter Jackson. Dexter. Damn it. He didn't go perfect, Donnie. No. I would have gotten credit for it on Jeopardy, though. Who is Jackson? You, you would have if you said Jackson, yeah. Yeah, which I did. Well, plus the people on Jeopardy suck at the sports category so badly that I knew dude, it's like D. an amazement if they that get J- one. That James Holzauer guy was doing like... Uh, he, he he was good. But did, he, he sent out a tweet yesterday that was... Everybody's got that one Jeopardy clip, and people were just putting their favorite ones out there. And just to your point that people sucked at the sports ones, I don't even think it was college Jeopardy. It goes, you know, blah, blah, blah. This baseball player who broke the sports color barrier in 1947, the girl chimes in, and with the confidence that Pony has on these, goes, who was Babe Ruth? <laughs> I, I watched it about, He broke the hot dog barrier, dude, I maybe. I watched it about five times and just could hey, not believe the I'm level tell you of confidence though. here. She's not – she's wrong. But I read a biography about oh, Ruth yeah, they think last he, year. Yeah, that he had he was African American. And that was a rumor about him, yes. But what if she would have made that argument? Right. Now I don't think that's true. 
Well, you're you know what the one old baseball like uh, truism is that you have repeatedly disabused me of and agreed with some guy who like excoriated me for is that Ty Cobb, not a bad guy, got a bad rap. There's so, a book about him too book. that makes it seem like what the movie that came out and the book that it was um, based on was complete garbage. I've heard, I had yeah, and you told me you actually had Total seen that. Crap. Yeah, yeah, you had read that book. I had heard the same thing you had heard about Babe Ruth though. That that had that has gone around as a. Uh, as a speculative so thing. So I looked up the player, too, because I, I mentioned how the game was such a blowout, they had already given the... The award to Jackson. The award to Dexter he had Jackson. A pair of, he had a pair of picks, and one was a pick six, right? Dwight Smith had two pick sixes. Oh, that's okay. He had okay. one with a few okay. seconds to go in the game. He got screwed then. Really, though? Because that the, the game I'm, was such a blowout. Did the one in the waning seconds matter? What if they and gave I'm, it to Rich Gannon for winning the game for Tampa? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Barrett Robbins <laughs> for, not sh- for no-showing. That, Man, do you remember that story? He went AWOL. Oh, yeah. the, Barrett Robbins. Yeah, what, the center? He had like a yeah. major depressive episode. He was bipolar. Really and he sad, just, actually. It's a sad story, but he went south of the border. Where was that game? In San Diego? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was in Tijuana for the game. He just was gone. And they said that there are a lot of people that believe, I know this is like a football guy thing, he was so important to their offensive line and to what they did. They think if he plays, they win. That's how crucial he was to what the Raiders were doing. Like, he made all the calls. He was like Gannon's eyes and ears out there. What were you saying, Donnie? Sorry. Well, no, I, w- I was just saying, like, as the as that last pick six is happening, Al Michaels just jokes like, well, we already gave the award out. This guy going to get shorted a little bit. Uh, is Dexter Jackson the only guy to win Super Bowl MVP and actually line up for a um, a UFL team, United Football League? His Wikipedia says that after his career was done in the NFL, he played for the Florida Tuskers for one year in the UFL. I don't think Larry Brown did much after his Super Bowl MVP. Right? He's got to be Malcolm Smith, Dexter Jackson, and Larry Brown, I think, are the three most obscure guys. Although Howley, who's a went to West Virginia and is a borderline Hall of Fame player, to win it on a losing team, that would never happen today. I don't care how good the guy was on a losing team. I just can't see voters right. doing that now. Let's see how good you are. Who is the most recent player in any of the major uh, four sports to win the MVP, a postseason MVP trophy, as the member of the loser? I can't give you the sport because I know you'll get it. Oh, it happened in hockey. Can you name the player? I think it's our buddy Ron Hextall. J.S. Jaguar. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Can you name the last? That's la- right, but Hextall did it, too, in the 80s. He, he did. But that's right. 80, Congratulations uh, on your knowledge. 03, 03. Yeah. He had a 945 saves percentage. I got but, one more for you. Can you name for me, I believe it's the last time an NBA player won the MVP of the finals for the losing team? Jerry West. You can't get anything by this guy, Donnie. You really can't. So, this all came up because of Super Bowl Forty Three. Today's the 15th anniversary of it. And I remember before the Steelers played the Cardinals back in December, we talked a little bit about how Super Bowl 43 made people feel. How fun it was. And some of the calls and stuff we got on it was were, was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Like one lady, we have this call, one lady called in and said that game and that team made her do something that produced an even greater moment in her life. Hey, so I have an interesting story. So um, for Super Bowl 43, at the beginning of the Steelers season, I was pregnant with my first child. 
And my husband jokingly said he was a big Muel de Moore fan. And he jokingly said, if the Steelers win the Super Bowl this year, we're naming the baby Muel Day. Do you have a child named Muel Day right now? Well, let me just tell you, Muel Day will be 15 in March. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. I still can't believe that. Waltzing Muel Day. That is great. Little Muel Day. That's, I think that's more extreme than even getting the team tattoo, man. Did, did we ask her if she had a little boy or a little girl? I think implied in there was that it was a boy. I don't think there's like a girl over at Upper St. Clair High School whose name is Moeldy blank. But I don't think that name necessarily, like I hear Moelde, I'd be like, okay, it could be either or. Really? How many other Moeldes do you know to even have a frame of reference? Fair point. Uh, oh, Somebody else just sent us a great tweet about, again, Super Bowls, but about Dexter Jackson just to tie it all together. Greg tweeted this in, and I checked up on it. The Steelers offered him a contract in free agency the year after the Super Bowl where he was the MVP. He turned them down for Arizona. I remember that, him going to Arizona. And Greg points out if he takes Pittsburgh's offer, they probably don't draft Polamalu in 03. That is a fascinating point. He's probably right. This is a great pool. I got to give the guy credit and tweet this out. Great pull by this guy. So one lady called in when we talked about Super Bowl 43 a couple months ago and said she got so into that team, her husband did, they named their son after the Steelers' third down back. Would you guys, because you were Steelers fans and living in Pittsburgh way before I was, would you say that's the best sports day of your life? Hmm. I still think 40 is probably more fun because of the novelty factor. Really? Yeah. Because it's the first one for you. First one I had seen them win. You know, But this game is so much better. So do you know what's actually way up there for me? In term, and it actually probably is on my the, the medal stand. Uh, well, best sports day of my life might actually be the 09 Game 7 final against the Red Wings. Because I felt like the Penguins, I know it's not football, but I felt like the Penguins were still the inferior team in that series, and to see them go on the road and pull off that win against that Red Wings team is just insane to me to this day. So I would actually probably put that number one, Super Bowl forty number two. The only football game that that is up there for me with 40 and 43 is actually the Colts game on the run to 40. I don't think people, like, I don't know, how, you paid attention closely to football. It felt like they were dead men walking because they had lost to them earlier in the season. Like, not just lost, gotten they got humiliated. Crushed. Yeah. And then to watch that, that game was one of those ones, I don't know if you have an example, maybe Super Bowl Forty Two because you grew up a Giants fan, where you go into the game just feeling like your team has genuinely no shot to win it, and with each passing, like, couple of minutes of game time, like, the realization gets more and more legitimate. They might actually do this. And then to go through, you want to talk about, like, get a football fan into football, Show them from Bettis's goal, the play before Bettis's goal line fumble onward. You know what's weird about that game? I have a family member who was dating a Colt scout who I watched the game with. Mm-hmm. And she said to me before kickoff, he doesn't have a good feeling about this game. Really? And the Steelers came right down and scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And like, Oh, Ben came out like gangbusters. They were throwing it. You know what? that? You know there, what was a, a, there was an ominous feeling in the house right from there. The and you didn't scout. have a dog in the fight, really, at that point. You know what's a mess, uh, a play from that game that if the Steelers go on to lose is getting ripped by Steelers fans, and rightly so. Paul Malu, them calling it oh, yeah, no that was pick. Brutal. One of the worst missed calls I think yep. I've ever seen. Donnie, would you say Super Bowl 43 is your best day as a sports fan? 
Yeah, it's pr- probably up there. Um, but l- like Chris said, and I don't know why, I don't know why it was. Maybe just because it was the the first time I saw the Pens win the Stanley Cup, as opposed to like what happened in sixteen and seventeen. And I actually went to the arena for the one in seventeen. They had like a watch party inside the arena, like that one in Nashville, right? Yeah, and like that was awesome. Like the place was sold out, like it was a regular game. They kind of like did things in the arena, like it was a regular game. Like they were showing Ford Field in Detroit, watching the Forty Nine ers game. Yeah, something similar to that. But that that time when they won in 09. Like, and again, I'm just watching with like a couple of neighbors. Again, maybe just because it was the first one that I got to experience. But it also, I, I just felt like that cup run was like far more, far more satisfying than what the other ones were. Maybe because they were so close the year prior and lost. And it's like, we got the same team again. That was. And they got it done. That was the best team they ever beat. That 09 Red Wings team was still a juggernaut. The 17 run was very satisfying. The way they ripped Washington's guts out in Game 7. Here's another one that I think I might have to put ahead of either Super Bowl. I don't know where I can put this on my top five. I'm trying to make a tweet. The 2013 Wild Card game is an all-effing timer for me. Ahead of the ahead of Super Bowl 43? You have to understand, it's 20 years in yeah. the wilderness, man. I know, but it's still just a play-in I game. understand that, but you're talking about raw emotion. Like pe- there oh, are people know, Chris, my age I who was, thought they I would literally. N- I know, but you didn't grow up in it. I get that, but it's still not winning a championship. No, I, I think it's up there for people. I also, I also had Ahead a very of Super Bowl forty three. I bet for some people. For right. you? No, not for me. But I mean, I think it's in the conversation at least. I also had a very random epic day when I was. It was the last day of seventh grade. It was early June of 09. The Pens used to have, I think they still do it, they used to have like the outdoor watch parties yeah, too that course. were just like free. Yep, yep. And they were, whenever it was Mellon Arena, it was awesome. Like the place was packed. I mean, there were tens of- It was buzzing. Yeah, 10,000 plus people just outside. And that was the Stanley Cup final day. But earlier in that day, I went down to- because it was like a half day of school. We go down to PNC. The Pirates are playing the Mets. Who debuts for the Pirates that same day? McCutcheon. McCutcheon. Cutch debut, and then we sit outside the arena for game four, which in game four, Crowley's favorite Tyler Kennedy goal. The The old tic-tac-toe. That was the first time in that series I thought they could actually win the series. It was the first time they looked like they were good enough to win against that team. And then TK scored the game winner in game six. Do you remember who scored the other Penguins goal in game six? I'm distracted now because the house fire claimed the Crowley TK clip. We don't have it anymore. No, get out of here. I'm serious. It wasn't it's gone, that dude. long ago. It's, uh, it's gone. How is that possible? I don't know. It's gone. Um, We've had some really destructive house fires, I, know, I will man. say. In was this, it Stahl? Uh, no, so Stahl was that shorthanded goal. You remember what in I'm talking about? Oh, wait, here we go. Stahl, yeah, you What's got the answer? it. Uh, no, I was like looking it up to make sure I had it right. I thought it was George LaRock. I think I might actually be wrong about that, though. Tyler, I was uh, thinking about no, your was Penguins you career right. you yesterday right. as I was preparing for the show today. And has it all been downhill since the Game 4 <laughs> tic-tac-toe goal you scored against the Red Wings in the 9 Cup Final? Explain that. What do you mean downhill? <laughs> That's still great. That gets better every time I hear it. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, 
Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Pony and Muller. 15 years ago, the Steelers won their last Super Bowl. We've talked about how the last 15 years since as a Steelers fan and how that's made people feel. Got words like uh, empty, disappointing, heartbreaking. More uh, cheerful conversation right now, talking about the game itself, Super Bowl Forty Three. Where would you rank that day as a Pittsburgh sports fan? Was it the best day of your life? Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero. What would be put ahead of that? Malzi almost put the two thousand thirteen wild card game ahead of it. It has to be behind some debate. It has to be behind championships. Uh, fake John Robinson has chimed into me via text and said he puts the Ravens Super Bowl win in 08 actually over the Super Bowl or the Ravens AFC title game over the Super Bowl itself, which was if you love Steelers Ravens, that was like the definitive bloodbath between those two. If the Super Bowl had been more anticlimactic, I could see that. But the game itself was so good and it had so many ups and downs. I ultimately agree with you. Like, but for the, I do get the whole, like, if you love that rivalry so much and what football used to be, I mean, that's the definitive Like, if game. that game were more like Super Bowl forty and they just beat Seattle, yeah, then I might agree with that. Here is uh, Mike on the fan. Hello, Mike. How you doing? Uh, might as well congratulate me because I did AFC and the Super Bowl, man, and I put them to, they're one and one A. No doubt. So you were at oh well, yeah. okay you were at both of them or that's just your one and one a list. No, I was at both of them. Oh, I will congratulate you on all of your success. Yeah. Then, Mike. How'd you get the Troy Super? How'd you get the, the Super Bowl tickets? Right how'd you get the Super Bowl tickets, Mike? What's the story there? Paid for them. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> yet again on all really? your success. How, how'd you get them though? Or did you did you have to deal with a broker? Did you get them through the Steelers? Did you? We did it through a broker. We didn't get our steal. We didn't get on the lottery. But I'll tell you what, it was. I, I don't know which one was better, and I, I can't tell you today, but it was both of them were well, isn't, awesome. Isn't the energy, though, in a home AFC title game probably better than neutral site energy at a Super Bowl, having never been to either a game of that magnitude either yeah. in either case? I, I think 05 is a little bit of a different story because it's Detroit and it's a short drive, and I think people took over that stadium and, and also, made it more of a Steelers And also the AFC game. title game was in Denver, which is a pretty good 
crowd that doesn't really give up its seats very easily. They had the guy that died now, but sat in that barrel all day. He's dead. Oh yeah, barrel guy is long gone. Well, I don't think he sat either. I don't think you could no, sit down. No, he stood. Yeah, he stood. He stood nude apparently inside that barrel. What, he got to put on underwear. What would happen if he had to pee during the game? I don't think he had to worry about unzipping any pants. Just pee in the barrel. Like, pee down the barrel and it just lands at your feet? <laughs> Tyler's next. Hello, Tyler. Hi, how are you guys doing today? Hey, man. So, I'd rank that number two because I was like 10 years old when that happened. I remember it clear as day, though. But number one for me is probably easily the 2016 Penguins playoff run. Like, they came in with no coach at all at the beginning of the season. Mike Johnson. I understand the, that, but you're not, but you're just, you're saying like an entire two months of hockey. I mean, that. Oh, I mean, so personally, the reason I say that is because that's the year I graduated high school and I went all in on them. I made a Stanley Cup on my ha- on my cap and gown and everything. So, like, all right, I've got another take from that. That also is not that. That's, that's not a, a singular day. Yeah, that's kind of a well, Alex, loophole in this. My my lovely wife. We had just gotten married not even a month prior, and she very infamously or famously or humorously said, "This is the best day of my life when the Penguins clinched that cup." Then had to pause and say, technically, I did just get married. She's a sensible woman. She knew most marriages end in divorce now. Thank you. That's a kind thing of you to point out. But I'm saying that maybe in her mind at the time, there was a better chance. Sure. 30 years from now, I'm going to have fond memories of this game and not our Uh, nuptials. I have another take based on Stanley Cup runs. My favorite game, my favorite day of either the 2016 or 17 runs is the Capitals game seven and 17. Flurry goes in there and shuts him out. The knob of his stick saves an Ovechkin shot. I enjoyed that game from a sheer fan enjoyment, tension perspective more than any other game of that run. Jay is next. Hello, Jay. Hey, guys. Um, talking about the games, the game seven in Detroit and the Super Bowl and the AC Championship. I was at all three. Oh, wait, what was the third one? Oh, okay, game gotcha. went to games, uh, the Super Bowl. Two weeks later, he we went to Toronto and see Bob. What's it say? Bot was it no not Bowsman last game or no what Tyrion's last game in Toronto. Then he held Bowsman the next day. And we went to I went to game one, four, six, and seven in Detroit for the Stanley Cup. Okay, Cup. so you're just bragging though, you're not ranking them. Yes. Which one which one was the best? Um actually Detroit, game seven, because you won on somebody else's ice and there wasn't that many penguins fans uh, there. Okay, you and answered you answered the you, second Jen. part of that. I had heard though, I had remembered in that game, it was like the Red Wings were so good they were getting Atlanta Braves syndrome in the playoffs, even in the cup final, that there were good seats at the Joe available. Like Penguins fans had a chance to take over some of those games because Red Wings fans were like exhausted by all of their success. That's one regret of mine. I never got to a game at Joe Lewis Arena and I always wanted to go. Very lively boards. They're known oh, big for time. there. Well, there was a Infamous goal in game one of that series that Correct. went off the boards and screwed Flurry. Remember when Flurry tripped going out over the ice on their first game in uh, 08? He just tripped coming out. It's debrief time, and it is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Woof, woof. Fresh, human-grade dog food. And it's delivered right to your door. Someday soon, Donnie's got to get a dog. Well, when he does, that's it. It's over. It doesn't matter if you have put a ring on Sarah's finger or not by then, you're together. Now, I know there are couples who get a dog and then break up and somebody takes the dog, but you guys are a very stable, rock-solid duo. I want to see him with a bulldog. I I could probably get along with that. It'd be like Adam Sandler. A bulldog? A lot of maintenance. Alex, 
Alex, I, mean, I just said couples. But they're so chill. I mean, how many aren't, though? Yeah, I, well, French bulldogs are less maintenance. Alex had a bulldog, and now that I say usually when a couple gets a dog, they stay together, Alex and her ex-boyfriend had a dog, God, and he's, then Donnie's they, better they off, did break up. Donnie's better off buying a new car than a French bulldog. With you how just expensive gotta get a, they are. Gotta get a good doodle mix. Just get a golden doodle or labradoodle. They look good. Everyone likes them. They're very smart. They live a long time. What would be the funniest dog for Donnie? A chihuahua? A bulldog shih tzu mix. I can't say what it's called. <laughs> A funny, the funniest little dog. wiener dog. No, I could see you with a wiener dog. <laughs> Poodle. I think, I think for some reason, not just like your a toy, like the smaller poodles. Poodles are big dogs. You getting a giant poodle would be very funny, like a one hundred pound straight up poodle. They get to be a hundred pounds. Oh yeah, like a legit poodle, huge dog. Yeah, there's different. Br- there's different. I thought they're like real scrawny. What if he got like... one of those like Portuguese water dogs that just has like the hair of a 1980s hair metal Donnie singer? Donnie gets oh, a Saint like Bernard. As sin. You get a Saint Bernard. You oh, put that little barrel not. on it. Absolutely. This not. is going to make a lot of listeners mad because I know we got a lot of pug lovers out there, but <laughs> I think the pug is one of the weirdest looking dogs ever, and people love it. We you had get pugs a, growing it's up. An ugly little guy. I right. think pugs would be. I think a pug would be a fantastic dog for you. Maybe snorting. Oh, oh eyes bulging out of its yeah, head. I, why have they become an endearing breed? <laughs> My stepmom loved them. They're goofy looking. Could but not like, get enough pe- of them. Yeah, I know. People I know love them. All right, Donnie, what do you got for us today, brother? The debrief, February 1, 2024. Uh, we talked yesterday about the, the Senior Bowl, and they have the Shrine Bowl coming up as well. I think the Shrine Bowl is tonight. Senior Bowl is this weekend. Uh, but there's somebody who, and it's not one of the centers. It's not... Uh, Jackson Powers Johnson. It's not Zach Frazier. There is somebody who we are going to start to hear more and more that the Steelers got to take this guy. He's, they got to take this guy. Like he's going to be the guy that people are banging down the door that they have to draft. I don't know if it would be in the first round. I don't know really if he's a first round player. He might be. By the time we get there, we know how those things can fluctuate based on combine results and whatever. Tavondre Sweat from Texas, defensive tackle, 6-4. He did not weigh in at the Senior Bowl, so he will weigh in at the combine. His listed weight at Texas at 6-4 was 362 pounds. Holy God in heaven. He was the Outland Trophy winner this year. He had eight sacks, forty-five or two two sacks, forty-five tackles, eight tackles for loss for Texas. So he's Casey Hampton 2.0, but six four. Oh, he is a large man. Casey Hampton was about five ten. This guy looks like if Chris Jones ate like thirty more pounds. That's what he reminds me of. So he's Vince Wilfork. No, because he's not. He doesn't look as like heavy. Like the the gut is hanging over, but it isn't like Ted Washington, Gilbert Brown, Will Fork levels. How about Jordan Davis from a couple years ago? See, I think it'll be similar to that. Yeah, that, that's why I think people are going to be banging down the door that they got to pick this guy. He is a large human being. Beyond beyond the two top centers. Was he the guy that folded up that center that was yes. trying to block? Yeah, oh, my there, there's God, There's a video dude. that has gone viral where Pony. it looks like the center like got both of his legs broken. The poor and this guy is in just, a college game or this is in practice? At the this senior like bowl yesterday. practice, one-on-one, it, he looks like he folds him up like a cheap lawn chair, man. Yeah, not good. 
Do we have a Baldy's breakdown on it? I'm sure he fetishizes over this. Well, Baldy being Big heifer. Baldy being an O line guy, I think uh, would probably. We we will try to find the the video for you during a break, but it is okay. It, it so is convincing. Instead of projecting on the masses, how about you give us your take? Do you want them to draft this guy in the first round? Well, see, I don't know. I don't know right now if he is a first round player because the other thing with the like mock drafts are all over the place right now even though I love them there are so many guys that we don't see go in the first round as of February that'll end up going in the first round by late April I think this guy will be an option I'll just say that I don't know if he'll reach first round I mean definitely first two rounds like definitely a second round player like I think PFF right now has him around like the 50 to 60 range. So he'd be like a mid-second round player falling right into where the Steelers pick. That would be nice. But a lot can change in the next almost three months. Some of the Steelers people that are down there, the Jim Wexels of the world, uh, the center from Oregon, they're starting to salivate over. There's some drooling going on. I mean, if their first two picks were center, were, defensive were Powers, tackle. Johnson, and this guy, yeah. man, you – you might as well just start a mini parade. Powers Johnson looks like he's just working people over. Powers down Booth there. Johnson. Yeah. Well, bye. <laughs> I'm I'm not opposed to a center in the second or third round. I think they're going to need another wide receiver. Um, I got to watch highlights of this guy because whenever I watch Texas, I thought they're a defensive lineman that they always Byron hyped Murphy's up was Murphy. The first round one. Yeah. I think he's but one Murphy that's like a solidified first-round player. He I want a three-down player. I mean, I don't that's want a guy. That's the problem with this is, like, is this guy going to translate to three downs in the I, NFL? Just, right. I mean, is that going to be the inverse of hiring Arthur Smith? Now we're using a priority pick on a guy who stops the run? We hire Well, in this division, you've got to stop the run, Pony. But I, I want my first-round pick's got to be a three-down guy. Is it a bad thing that somebody's saying, I wish I could have been at the 2017 Eastern Final Game 7 where Kunitz scored? And I'm like 85% sure Alex and I had tickets to that game and were there, but I actually can't remember. Is it bad that I don't remember whether it's we were there? It's one of the most iconic games Man. in franchise history. Went to double overtime. How can you not remember that? Because I know we went to at least a game in that series. I think it was the one where Kessel scored the only goal one nothing and I thought we went to game seven too but like I'm having one of those flashbacks where there's part of me that remembers seeing it from my seats then there's another part of me that thinks I saw the winning goal I going went on to TV. game five and I think they scored seven or eight goals in that game they did I thought the dam broke Craig Anderson got pulled I was and at then, that game and then got they had to just you want to talk about having to pee blood to win that series I got tickets last second I was sitting in probably the second to last row up there with my people and the guy sitting next to me at Game 5, I've never been around a human being who liked the song Cat Scratch Fever more in my entire life. You Big think? Nugent guy. <laughs> that, that How sucker, about Stranglehold? He was listening to the uh, the, the uh, guitar solo for nine and a half minutes. That sucker came on in between like a dead puck situation, and he lost it. <laughs> he was ecstatic. He stood up and clapped. Songs? Thank you, the Mr. Nugent. Yep. We had our, I love those seats we had when we had the season tickets. Top row of the arena. Very top I think, row. I think that's actually a great spot. We were right that, on center red, too. Donnie, your landlord tweeted at me and messaged me and said, tell John, Donnie to check with his landlord uh, oh, before no. he pulls the trigger on a dog. No, oh, it's if I, you were to get yeah, a dog. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Check with your landlord. It is the first of the month, though, but I'm, I'm not late yet. <laughs> Thank you, Donnie.
How does it make you feel knowing debrief. that your landlord or I guess landlord's spouse listens to the show? I did. I did know he was a fan. Oh, he I is. did know that. He's a big Donnie fan, which too. is good. Has he cut you a break? I mean, I haven't Not really that big asked him. All right, here is Greg on the fan. Hello, Greg. Hey, Pony. Hey, Muller. How are you guys? We're good, man. Okay. Uh, I've been a Steelers season ticket holder since 1999. So I was at Super Bowl 40 and 43. I won the lottery through the team. 40 was a great atmosphere, but a terrible game. 43 was just awesome all the way around. But just as an aside, the best sporting event I've ever been to in person, honestly, I'm a pit man, was Pit Duke in the Garden in 2007. You'd put that ahead of arguably the best Super Bowl of all time, Greg? He's in the Garden, though. Uh, I mean, just from, from a pure viewing in person, yes. The atmosphere was unbelievable. Unbelievable! Pony, in you the love garden the garden. That night. I know, but that's a December regular season basketball game. I have a better recollection of where I was for that game than I do 2017 East Finals. I was at back in my first radio job in Philly doing sales and already well on my way to getting fired at a company <laughs> Christmas party. I mean, they just won at Cameron. Is somebody going to call in who was there two weeks ago and say that was better when Blake Hinson got up on the table than when I saw Santonio Holmes catch a ball in the back of the end zone? I mean, no disrespect to Greg, but you really got to be a Pitt super fan. No, I know. I think there are some people out there. Somebody tweeted in, Donnie, you'll like this one. I wish I could have been there for King of the Ring 98. What happened there? I want you to try to guess. It was in Pittsburgh. Oh, is that when uh, Mankind got thrown off the yep. thing? and then threw the thing. Yep. Man, that really did have to be something, though, for a wrestling fan. Well, I bet if you're in the crowd, you don't know for sure, especially after going through the ring, if he's dead or not. You like think yeah. you might have watched like something very horrible. And then he crawls out of the wreckage. Ironically, I can't believe this has come full circle. I went to I went to high school with a kid from Carnegie actually, Tony DeRizzo, Tony DeRiso. And he was his dad was a union guy and he was living in Kansas City. And he was at Kemper oh, Arena. God, he was there. The edge he was there when Owen Hart died. Holy crap. He was in attendance there. Yeah. I cannot imagine what that would be like watching that. If you have any, like, you know it can't be part of the show. So he's our age, so he's probably, like, what, 10 or 11 years old when that happened? Like, or early teens. Good God. That was, what, 99? Dude. Over the edge, 99. That was May okay, of so was 99, 13, I think. 12 or 13 years old, he was there. Oh. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.